Hey lovelies and welcome to this week's episode of Matcha Moments. We're so excited to have our second guest on today, which is Liv, also known under the Instagram handle RunLivesRun. We'll be discussing a variety of topics from the highlights of her fitness journey to the unspoken hardships, her inspiration behind her Instagram account, her future ambitions, and lots more. First of all, thank you so much for joining us, Liv. We are so excited to be talking to you today. And for everybody who doesn't know, me and Liv are actually on the same grad scheme, which is how we even know each other. And I've yeah. loved like seeing your Instagram come about and grow and like being updated on your running journey, which I didn't even really know that much about before. And especially throughout lockdown. Um, but for anybody who doesn't know you yet, would you like to just give us a quick intro about yourself? Yeah, of course. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Um, big, big fan of the show. No, so, um, yeah, I'm Liv. I know Leonie from our grad scheme, and I've met Cara today. First time. Um, and so, um, yeah, I started running in lockdown. I've, I mean, I've been running for about six years, but I started taking it more seriously in lockdown. And um, I decided to make an Instagram because I said, I'm, I'm annoying people on my personal Instagram, like constantly uploading my runs. Um, and I thought, you know what? time to just make a dedicated page and yeah and it's been really fun and just been a place to like keep keep my motivation up and then I've yeah just been running a lot <laughs> since then <laughs> what else is there to do <laughs> no that's so cool and we're really excited to like talk about that a bit more later because I think we haven't really talked about fitness that much on on our podcast but I mean it's personally something that I really like enjoy following and also do quite a lot so mm-hmm. But as everybody will know who's listened to the podcast before, we always start off by going through our highs and lows of this past week. And Liv, because you're our honorary guest, <laughs> would you like to kick us off? Oh, I get to go first. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my, so it's high, is it highlight and low light? Yeah. 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 So my highlight of the week was my birthday. So I was Aww. 24 on Friday um, and I had the loveliest lockdown birthday ever. It was very chilled and ate a lot of food and <laughs> drank a lot of wine. <laughs> That's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Ate loads of cake. Um, yeah, it was just a really lovely day. And, and you kind of think, is it going to be a good birthday? Because it's literally nothing to do. Yeah. But it was so nice and my family made such an effort and it was just Aww. really lovely. Um, and then the low light, I guess, is related to that. It's that I couldn't be with my sisters on my birthday, which is like the first birthday where they've not been involved Aww. in any of the celebrations at all, um, which is just sad. But I guess it's just all part of it. We're all going through it. So hopefully I'll see them at Christmas, yeah. which isn't too far away. And it'll make your, your next birthdays even more special because you get to like embrace that you can. Exactly. Yeah. So Exactly. It will be really nice. It's just strange, like not having them there at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that everybody will sort of appreciate way more if we ever come out of the situation is like the luxury that it is to be able to see your whole family mm-hmm. or even like your whole friend group or something in one place. Yeah. yeah. And to be able to yeah. hug them as well and not have to like worry about <laughs> dying in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Just that lovely little fear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never know. Don't want to kill you. <laughs> what about you, Leo? Well, okay, I'll I'll start. Um <laughs> I had a I had a bit of a like emotional start to the week, which I guess so this would be my low light. But it wasn't even a super 
negative one. It was just, I had like some realizations about myself and like relationships going forward. And um, I journaled a lot about it. And it sounds really cheesy, but it was kind of like a emotional awakening. And um, I was, I literally, I just spent so much time crying. This might be like TMI on the podcast, but it was almost <laughs> like, it was like a cathartic release sort of crying. And, but then in turn, I feel like my highlight was that it actually led to me then having some really like deep and meaningful conversations for me with like my friends and my mom. And it just, I feel like I'm going to tear up speaking about this, but it just like, um, it just like further confirmed like how, how lucky I am to have like such supportive people in my life. And, (laughs) and, um, yeah, so to anybody who did listen to like my emotional ramblings this week, including you, Cara, <laughs> I'm yeah. like very, very appreciative from Aww. the bottom of my heart. And I'm going to stop talking now before I <laughs> actually start crying. <laughs> what about you? Okay, so my low, I'm not going to go like too specific into it, but I just think my people pleasing personality took over this week. So I like I was trying to make sure that every decision I was making was pleasing everyone and realistically that was just not possible. But I like I just yeah. didn't want to have to go to someone and say, you know, like this can't happen or you know, just to I was just trying so hard to make sure everyone was happy, but obviously I just couldn't. Um and it just made me quite uncomfortable like having to have those conversations with people, but it's all good now, I think, hopefully. Um, and then the high is that my sister is coming next week. So next Saturday, Aww. she's going to come and she's basically moving in here for like a month <laughs> to Aww. live here. Um, and it's not against That's the law so because cool. she's a student. So they are giving them like a period mm-hmm. to to come or like move home. So yeah, I'm excited. We, we were like already clearing up like cupboards to give her space. And oh. we're already planning like the meals we're going to make. So it's like oh. it's something nice to look forward to, which... Yeah, I'm really excited, which means, and I'm sorry to, it might like ruin your low, but it's, so it's our first birthday that we get to spend together since oh. like 2016, oh, which is a nice No thing. way! Yeah. Yeah, so no, which is nice. So I just nice. had such a dumb moment. I was like, oh wait, both of your birthdays are in December? We're tw- and it's yeah, like, we're twins. Oh, you're twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm everyone stupid. that doesn't know we're twins, so Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your birthday's so soon. How yeah. old are you going to be turning? 20... 22. 22. I oh know, gosh. I'm a baby. <laughs> a young little bird. <laughs> yeah. I can finally sing the Taylor Swift song. Yeah, that's the oh! best thing about being 22, without that. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I'm going to have it on all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's literally the first thing I put on, the first song that I put on on my 22nd same, birthday. Same, same. And every single birthday card was like, I hope you're feeling 22. <laughs> <laughs> amazing yeah i'm looking forward to that <laughs> taylor swift is just such a classic i feel like she's aged really well with us as well yeah yes. completely agree i love taylor swift <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's get started with like the main bulk of the podcast then um so you've obviously said a bit in the beginning how you know you've started getting more into running now throughout lockdown but could you just take us through sort of your like personal fitness journey mm-hmm. and how you maybe started it in the first place? Yeah, of course. So it was in my last couple of years at school that I started paying attention to fitness um, and more for the like aesthetic reasons. So, you know, like that's when you become sort of 
body aware and you're like, oh my God, yeah. I need to start working out. I'm eating way too many donuts and all that. Um, <laughs> and that's when I started running and I got a gym membership. And then um, I went to uni. Uh, I was doing the same sort of thing for the first year. And then I joined rowing. Um, and then I was rowing for the other three years that I was at uni for. And that was like training probably like seven to nine times a week. Super intense. Oh like, my God. <laughs> yeah. It was long. It was loads of, yeah, just a lot of work. But I really enjoyed it. And I like had the best friends there. And it was like Aww. a massive family. And we did races. Aww. And yeah, it was really, really great. Um, but that's when my fitness was just like top level then. I think <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get to that fitness level again. <laughs> Um, and then obviously I moved to London um, for after like my uni and got a job and I just couldn't fit rowing in because it is just yeah. too intense. Yeah. So I started going to the gym again um, and then when gyms closed for lockdown, that's when I started running again. Um, so I think my running has always been a part of my fitness in some way, um, mm-hmm. but it's really developed this year. And I think it developed when I was rowing as well, but I just didn't have time to be running every day. It would be like one session a week and a billion other sessions a week. But yeah, that's that's kind of my fitness journey. I think it's like changed a lot since when I first started. And yeah, my first run was about sort of a a K, 2K. And I remember Mm. trying to do 5K and I just thought, this is the worst thing in the world. This is so hard. (laughs) And and like now I've run a marathon and I'm like, it's it's amazing. That's actually insane. Like, congratulations. Yeah, good job. (laughs) Yeah, thanks guys. (laughs) I love how you were saying at the beginning of your journey, 2K was insane. And that's like where I am at now. Because you know when the 5K challenge was a thing and they like, yeah, you all had to do it. I swear I did 2K and I was like, yeah, no, it's not for me. Yeah, honestly, it's... It is, it's hard when you don't run, that's half an hour, if mm. not more, of ro- non-stop running. And, and when you're yeah. not a runner, that is tough. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, I can't, I, I don't think I can ever do 5K. And it's it's yeah. amazing how when you do start building it up, you're like, wow, that's, that's really not that difficult now. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's insane because I started like on the treadmill. I remember at uni, it was maybe the first time I properly sort of started going to the gym. And like 10 minutes running on the treadmill was a freaking lot (laughs) for me. (laughs) Treadmill running though, is just, it's not for me. I just hate it. Some people prefer running outside than doing it on a treadmill because it's Mm -hmm. more realistic, I guess. Yeah, and change of scenery. Yeah, it's not you just standing in one place and then, because then you're just like actually enjoying being outside. Yeah, exactly. I think there's only one run that I've ever done on a treadmill that I thought was good. And that was, I remember it was dark outside. I just finished a really long day of work and I just wanted to run. And I went on the treadmill and I had a great run. But every other treadmill run has been disgusting because you're just staring at the time and you're just like, this is horrible. I'm sweaty. There are other sweaty people around me. (laughs) It is not for me. I used to really like treadmill runs because I would just like watch Netflix during it. That's true. I feel like then it's more just mindless running. Like it's not like you actually enjoy the, the run itself. Whereas now I feel like I take it as a chance to... I don't know. I think it's crazy if you're like in nature and I always feel really appreciative of like where I live and I don't know, seeing people walk past and I don't know. I think I really enjoy that aspect now and like being in fresh air, I think especially in lockdown because mm-hmm. that's like yeah. the one time of day I actually leave my house. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Like for lockdown, running was such a mental health thing. 
like as well yeah. as physical just getting I mean it was gorgeous weather as well but just getting outside and it was like potentially and now especially it's probably the only time I get outside in the day is when yeah. I go for a yeah. run and it does such good like benefits for your your brain and your mental health so you have noticed that benefits you in lockdown just being able to go outside mm-hmm. massively like it's just yeah just being able to get outside and be able to get in the fresh air and I run with my mum quite often and that's lush oh, and so sweet chats yeah and it's it's just something about I think like you said when you're in nature and you can like you feel really grateful to just be there mm-hmm. and just to be running and it kind of puts things into perspective I remember at the very start of lockdown feeling so overwhelmed and anxious by everything that was happening to the world and I went on this beautiful run and it was just the views over my whole town yeah and you look down and you're just like there are so many things that that are going right and that are good in the world yeah and it it really just put it all into perspective and I was like wow it's mad how much I think getting outside I mean even for a walk you don't have to be running Mm. It just does so much good for you. I'm pretty sure there was a study. I don't I don't want to say like for sure because I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. But they said that people that work or spend most of their time in nature and outdoors are less likely to be depressed than people that are working in big cities and indoors. So it just shows that like even getting 10, 20 minutes outside every day is actually good for you. I think that makes a lot of sense. Because also I guess people were never meant to just be inside. Like we, we started off just living outside and caves or I don't know running around (laughs) trying to catch our food yeah so you you said you run with your mom because I was gonna ask you I was like do you have someone there that takes pictures of you after you run like did you hire someone or like (laughs) yeah how do I get my photos (laughs) yeah I mean so my mom comes on like we always do a weekend run together usually um and she did the couch to 5k runs that's how she got into it um and yeah so she takes a lot of photos for me and then I also wrote my boyfriend in to take a lot of photos with me um (laughs) and yeah he's just the classic Instagram Instagram boyfriend boyfriend. (laughs) yeah he actually is and so yeah he comes on runs with me or like when I finish a run I'll be like "Ah, can you just quickly take a photo of me um (laughs) so yeah that they're they're like my main running buddies um I think yeah I don't think I really run with anyone else um so that's that's how I get my photos but I I don't have a fancy tripod or anything like that (laughs) how do you sort of stay motivated to go running that much um well I think like kind of the thing we've touched on with lockdown it was the motivation is literally just get outside otherwise I'm gonna go crazy um but I think as well having created my Instagram and having such a community on there it actually is the most motivating thing in the world, having all these people. I go on there and I'm following like loads of people from across the country. And you get some like people that have literally run like an ultra marathon and then they go and run like another ultra marathon. Um, and then you've got people on there who have run their first 10K. And it's su- such different people and different ages and all from different backgrounds and we're all running and it's it's honestly one of the nicest little communities I've ever found like and you know it's all virtual I don't know these people and yet they're all so lovely and yeah they really really do like inspire me because I go on my Instagram and I, I go on this on my feed and I've got all these people doing such amazing things or you know it might just be that they've got out for a run and they haven't been running for a week but that makes me think 
oh, you know what, I should get out to and I should go on one. Yeah. And it's and it's it's not like the sort of community, I go on there and I think, oh my God, I need to run like 100 kilometers a week. Like you do get some people that literally run every day and they run amazing miles, but you do equally get some people that are like, I'm taking a month off and that was the best yeah. thing for me. It's just lovely. You've got such a nice balance. Yeah. So it's not like negative pressure. No. So you feel motivated by others, but then there's no like expectation for you to, you know, overdo it. Because yeah. I feel like, everyone's so supportive which is nice yeah exactly and it's and it's hard because obviously Instagram isn't reality so you do have to be careful with what you see on there but that's why I think everyone's so I I follow a lot of people that do have running accounts like me so it's not their personal account and actually it's not them just showing off like it actually is them being real and you get some people filming themselves on a run and they're like this was the crappiest run of my life I hated everything about it and they don't even try and you know some people say but I feel great for going out they say no I don't actually feel great for going out and I want to share that that's so so good you feel yeah and and you can feel like okay well that's great because I had a really crappy run but I'm on Instagram because I don't think you'd want to see that um and yeah so that like little community so if anyone is thinking about getting into running like make a running instagram and get involved because <laughs> yeah they're, they're great like everyone's so motivating on there it makes you feel like you're less alone in it because i feel like if i were to start running and i was just doing it by myself i'd like go once and then come back and be like okay meh i felt crap after that and there's like mm-hmm. no one there telling me like yeah but it's the beginning like yeah like yeah. that positive motivation to be like you'll get through it after you know these few weeks mm-hmm. of running or like a month of running and like to have someone to push you but in like a good way it's like a good push not a bad push. yeah exactly and they all are people that genuinely enjoy, enjoy running as well so it's not just like your friend that's never run like oh stop complaining like, yeah they they kind <laughs> of are doing it too and it's and it's great like I literally had a run the other day where I felt really faint at the end of the run and I just put it on my on my caption I was like does anyone know why I could be feeling like this and so many people like commented giving me advice and and saying oh you probably need to do this or have you checked that you're drinking enough or and and it's really really helpful so it's great that's so like good. online friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's like little online friends like when I go back to London because I'm not living there anymore a few of them have already said like yeah let's go on like run so it'd be really really cool to Aww. actually meet some of these virtual friends yeah it really would be cool how did you even find out about this because I didn't know that like a running community existed and people make <laughs> running accounts yeah I don't know I so it was when I think I made it in May or June and it was when I'd really started to like up my distance so I was running like long runs every weekend and I was kind of like I I enjoy sharing it but at the same time I completely appreciate that my friends and family probably don't find it interesting at all and like I know my 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 mum's like been honest with me she's like I don't really understand why you have that Instagram because it's quite boring you just kind of (laughs) post your runs do you know what I mean so I completely understand that yeah for some people it's just it is boring so then I kind of I think I saw someone who had made a running account on their Instagram and I thought oh I might do that too and my friend like my best friend from home she has like um, a food account she's vegan and um she's had it for years and I think she kind of inspired me as well because I was like well she has her separate thing for her food and I thought well, maybe I could separate my Instagrams and my running um and then yeah I just literally just started following a few people and then you know you'd have these sort of games on Instagram where it's like tag five friends mm. and all that I guess that's how I started to like follow more and more people and then they start following you back and they start like engaging with you and it's kind of like there's no specific running community it's not like oh yeah these are the people that are in it and these <laughs> are the people that aren't it's just like and I feel like every day I still find someone new that I like connect with and 
it's like always growing <laughs> as such. But um, yeah, so I think that I, I just kind of did it for fun. And I think it's like social media gets a lot of like hate and it can be a really dangerous place, I think. But this example is definitely something so great about social media that you can kind of use it as a platform to meet like-minded people yeah um but you do have to take everything with a pinch of salt you know sometimes you do go on there and you're like wow everyone's running so much more than me Mm. but at the same time you know I'm not going to put on like a photo of me in bed being like had such a lazy day today (laughs) because that (laughs) wouldn't really fit in with my sort of running account but at the same time I think if I did do that the people that I do follow and follow me would probably be like yeah go for it girl yeah <laughs> so nice. yeah I guess it just shows like social media is just what you make of it you can you have to obviously be aware that it's you know not everything's reality take everything with a pinch of salt but also you don't only have to see the negative sides of it and it can be a really nice way to connect with people that you otherwise would have never met mm-hmm. yeah completely like if you go on any runs do you have any certain like prep rituals like do you have to make sure you know I don't know that you've eaten something specific before or do you like do you listen to podcasts music if you're not out with people or how do you how do you do it yeah I'm quite a like what's the word when you kind of stick to your routines yeah so when I run in the midweek I kind of run either after work or at lunchtime sometimes before work but not very often in winter Um, and those kind of just are quite short runs I can literally just get out and go for it don't really think about it but like when it comes to my weekend runs I always have um Nutella or like dairy free (laughs) chocolate spread I should say it's not actually Nutella Hmm. on toast and and banana and I have a coffee and I have water like that is like my go-to if I don't have that breakfast which I actually didn't have this morning I do feel a little bit like oh god Mm. it's going to be the worst run ever (laughs) um and then yeah so I do that and then like I have a bit of time while I eat and kind of let my food go down and then I go for a run and I usually have this one um playlist on Spotify that's literally just a running one that they made you know the Spotify made them yeah and they always change the songs so it's just really easy to put that on and it's like 150 to 170 beats per minute so it kind of keeps your like you can kind of keep the pace up um but then for like my longer runs so like my marathon I did I can't just listen to music yeah. it's just too it's too boring um so I then listen to podcasts I've listened to your podcast on the runs before so, and I think I yeah I really like those and I think actually my after work runs is more podcast as well because they're not really the fastest runs they're more get out I've had a really busy day mm-hmm. and that's when I like to actually listen to a podcast and just hear voices and just kind of zone out mm-hmm. of what I've been doing at work that day um so yeah those are kind of my rituals I think if I do a longer run I'll take a snack with me and like water in my pack um but shorter runs yeah just get out music same shoes I'm not a fancy like I, some people have a billion trainers I literally have like this one pair of trainers and until they're until they're completely broken they're, they're being used every time <laughs> yeah I completely get what you mean with like music and podcasts because I feel like I always start my runs off with a podcast to like get me motivated and then mm-hmm. normally the second half of my run I'll then listen to music because then I'm kind of already in the mood and also yeah I've realized that the way I run 
quite like upbeat Christmas music is now perfect beats wise. <laughs> I love that. I haven't listened to Christmas music on my runs yet. I'm gonna have to try that out. I can highly recommend because they're also like they're such happy songs and they like yeah. fill my heart with like warmth and happiness. Anyways, <laughs> it's gonna be like the middle of March and Leah's gonna be listening to Christmas music. <laughs> Just like yeah. it makes me run faster. Okay, yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> I honestly love it. Christmas music is immaculate. Yeah. yeah, no, I will be, I would definitely be running with Christmas music soon. <laughs> so you said when you first started running, the first thing was about your body image, so trying to look mm-hmm. a certain way. Do you still feel like it is something to do with that or have you kept it separate now? Is it more just for the health mind side of things rather than the body image side of things? Yeah, no, it's changed so much. I mean, when I was at school, because I think you guys obviously had a podcast about body image um, and a lot of it, I was like, yes, 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 <laughs> completely agreeing with all your points. But yeah, when I was sort of what 17 18 it was completely for I need to you know have skinny legs and to have skinny legs I need to run up hills and I yeah. need to go on long runs and I need to go to the gym and do all the cardio you know I never did weights at the gym because it was cardio 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 and it was that that was the only reason that I literally did it but now it's literally not at all like I just I just don't care I think I, I'm one of these people that don't like my body doesn't really change now I don't know I obviously we don't grow anymore but I could I think the way the way I run and the things I eat I just stay the same and that's completely fine with me like I I I have quite um obviously Leah knows me but I'm like five foot three so I'm quite short I've got quite a petite like upper body and then like I've got big hips big bum big legs and I love now. but when I was at school I was like oh my god these big legs like and now I'm like they make me run yeah and when I was rowing like these are what are like powering me through and you know going to the gym it's like I want to I want to have big legs now um and I just think yeah for me it's like my body makes me be able to run and I'm really grateful for that I love that um yeah and it it honestly isn't like aesthetic at all it is just to keep myself fit because it's good for you it's healthy also it's great for your mind and and, a part of me I guess is like and it does mean I can eat loads but equally if I don't go for a run I'll still eat loads (laughs) I think that's such a good mindset to have and I think it's again with running because I ran quite a lot at the beginning of lockdown and then I I overdid it a bit and so it meant that like I had kind of my my legs hurt so badly so I couldn't Mm -hmm. even walk for a while without limping um but that just so now when I can go on runs, I'm like extra grateful because mm-hmm. I'm like, I know what strain my body's been put under before from me running. Yeah. And I would like yeah. look at people on Instagram running and I'd be like, oh, I'm so jealous. I can't go out for a run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've got to be careful. Like you, I did um, in October, I ran every day as a little challenge. But I had to be so careful because mm-hmm. I just don't run that much normally. And so some days I would literally just run one mile. Yeah. Because if I did longer than that every day, it would damage me and I wouldn't be able to run. And I think you have to just be so careful because it is it is a high impact sport. Like you can hurt your knees, you can hurt your ankles. Um, yeah, it's, it, you just got to be careful. Um, but then equally, if you're doing it for aesthetic reasons, you probably are more likely to push yourself because you're almost in such a negative yeah. mindset about what you're doing is that you will push yourself because you don't care. Whereas actually when you're looking after your body because your body is the thing that's making you be able to run yeah. and is amazing, <laughs> then equally you want to look after it and take care of it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's the key, just like listening to your body and listening to when it gives you those cues of like, 
because I think it'll it'll start with very quietly sort of telling you okay this might be a good time to stop you know this might be a good time to to actually maybe walk the rest and not slow down and not try and push yourself yeah and there's definitely no nothing wrong with walking and I think a lot of people you might look at people on Instagram or whoever and think god they run that whole thing and there's literally nothing wrong with stopping and walking halfway through or doing little intervals or like if you've never ran before the couch to 5k thing is amazing Mm. because it's you walk, you run, you walk, you run. And it, there's literally nothing wrong with you getting out on a walk or r- going for a walk and running for two minutes. Like, yeah. I think people can sometimes be feel really bad on themselves if they stop to walk. And you shouldn't do. You shouldn't do it at all. I'm interested to hear Leo's side of this because I know Leo voice notes me when she's running. I'm guessing, Leo, you incorporate that, like, running and walking. That's almost my, my favorite bit of the run is, like, I... I run five or six K and then I stop to do like a 10, 15 minute walk, catch up mm-hmm. on voice messages <laughs> and like enjoy the scenery and then I run back. That's amazing. Yeah, I really, I really enjoy that. I don't know. And I guess it makes you, it makes you be able to go for a little bit of a breather and take it less sort of serious because for me, it's not about the time yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is there, do you look at sort of time or distance and sort of see how you increase it? Like, is that something you use to push yourself or not really? Um, it depends really like there is some runs where I do I'm doing it for a reason like I really want to do this distance or I really want to do the speed but equally like today's run I kind of was just running and I I sort of got to about like half 11 and I was like need to turn around and go back because I've (laughs) I've got this podcast um but I didn't care about where I was or what distance I was doing yeah um but I think yeah it's nice to have the goals as well like um when I was sort of working my distance up to run a marathon I did have to kind of say right today I'm going to be running this amount of miles because I need to kind of push myself to then be able to do a marathon um and then the shorter runs sometimes you know with the like I said I was doing those one mile runs um in my October challenge they're really fun because they're such a short amount of distance that you can really push yourself to run really freaking fast yeah yeah and that's and that's really fun but yeah I'd say probably about 50 50 half half of my runs have got something I'm pushing myself for half my runs are literally just for fun and getting out So do you have any advice for someone that's like starting out and uh, is like wants to get into running? Is there a certain way you'd recommend to approach that? So I think if you're a completely like novice runner and you don't run, the couch to 5k or something similar is really good because so I said my mum did it. And she had a little coach in her ear telling her like, okay, we're going to walk for 10 minutes and then you're going to run for this amount of time. And she said that when it first told her, I think it it got to about eight minutes of running. She was like, oh my God, how am I going to do that? But actually because she'd been building it up over the weeks, she did do it. And then she obviously eventually now runs half an hour. And so I think that's a really, really good way to do it. And then I think when you get to a point where you are quite comfortable running sort of five, 10 Ks, it's just about, being really good with yourself and knowing okay so this is kind of my average pace that I do on my runs don't let yourself go faster than that in those fast first few kilometers you could do it at the end when you know you've only got 1k left okay right I'm going to push myself now but um don't do it and then another good thing is to do like speed sessions so if you want to do some sprints or you decide to do like intervals where you're, you're you will sprint for a minute and then you'll run at your slower pace that way you can kind of 
learn how much you can push yourself and almost like how painful it is when you're running at your fastest Mm. because then when you're doing just a slower run you kind of know that feeling and if you start feeling that you're like okay right I need to slow down (laughs) yeah I think that's a really good tip in general like just for people starting out I'd never heard of the couch to 5k thing is it like an app or because I saw it over Instagram but I think it's an NHS app you know um, ah. you might need to check and it's you have celebrity voices I think there's about five celebrity voices you choose and then they're they're your coach and so they'll read it oh, out to hey. you so you I think it's I haven't actually got the app myself but I think you like click start run and it'll be like week whatever you're on um and then it will tell you in your ear like now we're going to run for two minutes or now we're going to walk um and it's literally all like that so you don't really have to think either you can just put your headphones in and and go but I've, I've heard a lot of people have done it and I, th- yeah, I definitely think it's such a good because you can't go out and just run mm. if you've never run before because it's just going to be horrible you're going to hate it you're never <laughs> going to want to do it again and your legs are going to hurt and you're not going to be able to walk so you just yeah something like that is just great for anyone starting that's such a good tip I what I wanted to ask before because speaking of the marathon I know that like a lot of people obviously normally quite a lot of prep goes into being able to even go into a marathon like how did you approach that and did you like plan to be able to do a marathon by the like this (laughs) year I mean no not at all so I mean I had no running goals at the start of this year it was literally I was doing these runs every weekend and I was building up my distance I think I did a half marathon and I thought okay that wasn't actually too bad and my friend messaged me like oh you're gonna do a marathon next I was like yeah as if I'm (laughs) gonna do that twice like shut up um, and then I did a couple more half marathons and I think it was, um, you know, Jess from, from, um, well, yeah. Leo. so Jess messaged me, our friend, and she was like, I want to try and do a marathon by the end of September. And I remember thinking, wow, like kudos, <laughs> like, nah, that's not going to happen. Um, and she was like super motivating and like sort of sent me some tips and stuff. And actually, I think having that in the back of my mind, I was like, maybe I can do it. And it sounds ridiculous and I probably shouldn't recommend it. But it was literally the week of the marathon that I was like, I'm going to run a marathon this week. <laughs> That's crazy. So, yeah, I've been building up my distance. The longest run I'd done before that was 30K. So That's a lot. about about 12 away from a marathon. Oh my God. So I knew that it was like, I could do it. I knew mm-hmm. I'd kind of done a long distance and I I just remember thinking I want to do a long run this weekend I want to do a marathon (laughs) so I bought a running jacket the running jackets where you can put like snacks in and your water and literally bought one of those on Amazon and it arrived the day before I was doing my marathon (laughs) and I planned out my route on the internet and I managed to do it and you know it wasn't the fastest time in the world and I did have a couple of like um every 10k I walked for like about five minutes to have some water and some food but I still did it and yes. I still ran a marathon and did it on my own and yeah definitely probably like the biggest achievement of the year Aww. congrats yeah it's incredible <laughs> especially because I guess normally in a marathon you would have like the rush of everybody running next to you mm-hmm. or people like mm-hmm. cheering you on on the <laughs> sidelines yeah yeah exactly I had nothing it was just I mean it was just me a podcast some more music I mean I'd chosen um about I think it was about six songs to play near the end that was super motivating oh yeah so when I hit play on that I was like okay I'm at the last point now um that was a good idea my parents 
it was and then my parents came and met me at the end and so I kind of knew that they were waiting for me and that was that was really nice because it was like yay I did it and they were waiting for me although they were waiting for me a little bit too far away so I actually did the marathon and I was like okay they're not here I've got to keep going (laughs) so I actually ran a little bit more until I found them and then I like collapsed like take me home Oh my gosh. How do you kind of make sure to avoid injuries with like the marathon? Did you take a rest after it? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I the next day I was really sore. Um, yeah. And it kind of felt sore as in, oh, this isn't a good sore. Mm. You know, it's not just muscle ache. This is actually quite a lot of pain. Um, And then I think I took a week of no running. I did a very, very gentle like three kilometer run midweek. Um, and then about a week later, I started getting out again. Um, I just kind of listened to my body yeah. and I was in less pain by the end of the week. And luckily I wasn't, I didn't cause any injuries. And I think it's because I did rest. I think if I yeah. gone on a run the next day, which you do see some people do because mm. they do like a recovery run, it just wasn't right for yeah. me. I think I would have damaged myself, but yeah, like my legs obviously managed to, recover fine um and luckily actually because some people get really bad like blisters on their toes and stuff which actually you have to not run because otherwise they're never going to go away yeah um I was quite lucky in that I didn't really have too many bad blisters um and it was quite a nice day so I was wearing like just a vest top so yeah I, I was all right actually but yeah just listen to your body I would say yeah personally I think you're spreading a really good message with that you know just like listen to your body and <laughs> if you don't want to go for a run or if you don't want to do exercise that day, then that is also fine because... 100%. The moti- yeah. The, it's just yeah. changing, I think, the motivation to, I think, what a lot of us maybe girls had growing up, <sighs> that, like, the the aesthetic reasons, shifting that to mm-hmm. going to do what feels mm-hmm. good and what is actually going to mm-hmm. be good for me. I do want to ask, exactly. though, like, with having this routine and structure, and, like, I know it's easy to say, like... It's, if you need to miss a day, miss a day. But is there like, some guilt that may come with it? Like if you do miss a day and stuff, is there like a negative side? Because I think it's important to also talk about that like negative side of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's hard for me because I think when I um, was rowing and I, I was training that much, that it did just become part of my life. Mm-hmm. And I think when I then um, got my grad job and I was having a lot less time to work out or, you know, it was really busy before yeah. ban- pandemic life when we used to go to London. And, you know, I, I remember like I had plans every single weekend and I the only thing I could do was go to the gym. And I did remember feeling a little bit lost then because I, I went from having you know, nine sessions a week, completely structured. I'd turn up at the training. My coach would tell me what to do. I'd get on with it and I'd just go, go, go. To then living by myself and like cooking my own food and having to find the time to work out. And I did feel quite guilty because I didn't, I also didn't feel happy with what I was doing. I kind of went to the gym, really unstructured, just kind of turned up and was like, what do I do? I don't really know Mm. where to start. I didn't have any, you know, some people like do their like leg day and then they do their arm day. I didn't have any of that. I just turned up. I was like, what do I do? And then I remember thinking, okay, Mm -hmm. I don't, I do feel guilty and I'm not enjoying what I'm doing. Mm. And so I then started doing gym classes. And for me, I really, really enjoyed that. So I'd never, I've never been a gym class person. And I was freaking scared because it's quite scary mm. to go alone. It's such a daunting thing. Um, yeah, it is. And you've got to find a room and you're like, oh, hello, is this, is this right? And it's, it's really scary. 
Um, but that for me, I started enjoying it again. I think I almost need someone to be like, this is what you're doing. Go for yeah. it. Um, and also like started gymming with my boyfriend a lot more and he's really good at being like, this is the session we're doing. Let's mm-hmm. go. And it, I did have a few months there where I did feel quite lost. And I think if you feel like that, you've almost got to like not feel too guilty and just try and work out why mm-hmm. you feel like that. So for mm-hmm. me, it was feeling unstructured. I didn't have the time. And I think if we hadn't had the pandemic, I probably would have just carried on doing classes, doing like sessions with friends and and boyfriend or whatever. But now Mm -hmm. having the running, I guess that's my other structure with fitness. And yeah, you do still feel guilty, though. I definitely think that if I took off like two weeks of running, I would feel really guilty for it. But it's almost like, is it guilt that I'm not running or is it actually almost not I don't know what the word is but I'm not it's almost I'm sad because I do really Mm. enjoy running and I do enjoy being fit and for me I think just because it's part of my life Mm -hmm. now I'd almost feel uneasy I'd be like why am I not doing anything so I'd have to be either really sick or something devastating in my life had happened that I just couldn't face anything so but yeah I think if you I think if you feel guilty you've got to just address the reasons why you're feeling guilty and if it's because you had a hamburger and that's why you feel guilty because you haven't gone on a run, then maybe that's something you need to explore. Or if it's that you've just been in bed for two weeks and you're sick or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've just got to explore why you're feeling guilty and address it yourself. Um, and, and maybe it's that you're not enjoying what you're doing. If, if, you, if you're not enjoying running or whatever sport you're doing, then try something new. I think it's such an important thing to talk about as well, though, with people transitioning from, like, uni life to then work life. Because at uni, you have so much time to dedicate, like, going to the gym, yeah. doing, so- like, society stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it just becomes a part of your uni life. But then with work, you're suddenly, like, in an environment where you have to wake up at 7 and then you get home at 6 mm-hmm. and you need to... It's like everyone goes through that period where they need to, like, re structure when mm-hmm. to put that time in and, and maybe that's like the time where you felt lost as well as like trying to find out okay how do I make this work again for my like new structure yeah exactly and I think because at uni I mean final year is stressful and you've got so much work to be doing you've got dissertation to be writing and, and all this but it's on your own time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you can fit in when you do that and for me I was actually being able to do gym sessions on top of my rowing training me and my friend would go to the gym because it was literally a walk up the road it was probably about 30 seconds away (laughs) and it was because I could plan it in part of my day whereas now I mean we have more luxury being working at home but when we're in the office yeah like like you said I used to get up at half six literally have some food get changed get on the train go to work finish work come home it'd be like half six seven by the time I'm home and it is it is such an adjustment to having such a massive part of your day mm-hmm. is just decided for you by work and it, I mean obviously if you it's up to you what you do as your career but if, you, if you're in a nine-to-five job that is the reality of it yeah yeah I mean and I think it's interesting because obviously now it's shifted again I feel like we at least for me it was I just gotten I think into a good routine I just gotten used to okay how do I kind of try to balance work life social life fitness and then it yeah. was like okay no now this is all gonna go up in flames because actually (laughs) there's a pandemic that you have to deal with now but Mm -hmm. and so that's now been like a new adjustment and I bet we're gonna have to deal with the same thing going back to the office oh yeah 100 percent, yeah but I do think we've we've learned a lot like Mm. I know for one that I don't know I just know what I value a lot more 
And actually that work day and then the free time that I have outside of that work day, I think will just be completely different to the life that we led before. And I'm sure many people feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Similarly, I had a conversation with my friend like yesterday about Christmas because obviously Christmas is going to be very different this year. And I think it's really easy to get upset about it because obviously it's not what we're used to and it's kind of maybe also I think a lot of us are not going to see specific family members or even you know I think Christmas is always a time everybody came back from uni and you would see all your home Mm -hmm. friends again but what she said really got me to thinking is that now it's maybe almost going back to those core values of Christmas is that you're spending the time with a select few members of your family or your friends who who you love and you can fully concentrate on them uh, instead of like the rush of holidays that it normally is like all the gift giving and the different parties and social engagements and Mm -hmm. it's almost become like a really stressful time I think in in previous years yeah so I guess that also applies to other bits of our life it's kind of allowing us to maybe reprioritize and appreciate certain things that we couldn't really before yeah it's so true though it's kind of like slowing down isn't it it's you've not got all these billion things to think about all the time. You can just slow down and concentrate on a few of the aspects of your life. Yeah. And I guess similarly, you probably wouldn't have had the time normally to start an Instagram account. And because you do post really regularly on it. Yeah, no, I I definitely wouldn't. I I don't even think I'd have the time to run, if I'm Mm. honest. Because (sighs) it's like, you know, even at the weekends, when I even when we were out of lockdown in summer, I was still able to have more time to run at the weekends and because there wasn't very much for us to do. Whereas if it was a normal summer, we'd probably all be jetting off like on fancy holidays and people's big birthdays, you know, and I love those aspects of life too. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm. I literally love normal life too. (laughs) I think, yeah, it's so, I'm really grateful that I've had the time to run and also, yeah, like spend time on an Instagram and kind of, yeah enjoy that as well it's like your own personal project that you can like dedicate some of your own time to yeah exactly it's probably like similar with the podcast yeah Mm. whether you guys would have created that whether life was completely normal I just feel like it's nice having something that you can call your own like we started the podcast and like you started your running channel I feel like in times like this we feel like we have such little control over things in our life and whereas Mm. with our podcast and probably your running account it's like the one thing you can actually control and like know what you're putting into which at least I like yeah no I completely agree with your Instagram like where do you see it going do you have like any plans for where the future (laughs) is gonna take you (laughs) Yeah, and yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because, like, yeah, my boyfriend said this to me before and stuff like that. And for me, it's not, like, you know, people become, like, influencers and yeah, and have millions of followers. Like, that's not something I would ever want. <laughs> and I have a lot of respect for influencers because I think it's a completely, completely different way of living where you do film mm. your whole life and you have to completely be creating content on your life. Yeah. I, I, for me, I just, that's not something I would want um so it it is just a side thing it's just something that I have enjoyed for motivation and to connect with these people and I think like I want to keep it up and if I ever found that I wasn't enjoying it I would just stop or take a break from it yeah um but I haven't found that yet um so yeah just keep 
keep posting, keep connecting with people, keep, like, I, I hear so many virtual events and stuff like that going on. And then when we come out of this life, pandemic, whatever, um, <laughs> maybe meet up with some of these people or actually do proper races. So I've entered the London Marathon, which we find out about in January. Ooh. I'm doing the um, London Half Marathon, Landmarks one. I got a place for that. So just more and more so of these cool. like races will be really fun because I did um, a half marathon race in 2018 in Bournemouth. And since then, I never did any other races until this October was my first race since then. So I, it's kind of exciting. Now I've got into running. I'm like, now I want to do all these races. Yeah. Just not had the opportunity to. <laughs> do you feel like it's become part of your personality? Yeah, I think it's weird because I feel like fitness has always kind of been part of me mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. I mean my PE teacher should probably laugh because I was not someone <laughs> at school like at all um but yeah since university anyway it's been part of my life and so I'd say yeah running I guess is just an extension of that can you um yeah. can you recommend any like specific accounts that you've enjoyed looking at like for any runners out there that might want to get motivated like do you know any any people that you'd be like okay follow this person they're amazing so there's this one girl <laughs> called um, Liv. Um, she posts really good. Yeah, Run Liv's Run is just wow, amazing. <laughs> um, no, so there's yeah, there's a girl. I think her handle is like the Rambling Runner, um, and Ooh, she's like incredible. She runs like amazing ultra marathons, but she also keeps it super real. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, I've seen that she's going through like an injury, so she's not being able to run. Mm. But she is keeping it so real, and she's like, this sucks, but this is what I'm doing to kind of help myself. And she's super um, collaborative with, like, her followers, and she's constantly asking them, like, their thoughts. So if you want someone super inspiring, I'd say her. Um, But, God, there's so many, like, sort of other runners that kind of run probably the same amount as me. Yeah. I, I can't even I can't even, don't even know where to start yeah. with them um, sorry to put you on the spot <laughs> yeah, it's all right just just go on to my following and just follow them all yeah just follow everyone <laughs> but but there's this other girl I can't remember her handle either right now but she is insane she's like a triathlete and she um she is on like the French team I think and she does like swimming cycling running and I'm just in awe of her energy (laughs) and how someone can do all of that like running's enough thanks (laughs) um but yeah honestly if you just I mean the greatest way I find to like connect with people is just to like search for a hashtag Mm -hmm. and just go through like the top ones on there and Mm -hmm. see what people are doing and how much they've run and yeah that's kind of how I've connected with people that's really cool Speaking of like inspirational people, the question that we kind of wanted to end off on is like, who is an inspirational woman in your life or, you know, maybe somebody who you don't know that you look up to and why? Tough. So I'm going to be super cliche and choose my mom. Aww. <laughs> um, but she is, I mean, I think everyone obviously loves their mums and adores their mums, but she's like my inspiration. She's a head teacher of a school, um, a little primary school in a village near us. Mm. And she's been a teacher since she left uni. So I probably get it wrong, but about 25 years. Um And I'm just like in awe of her energy and she's such an infectious person, but she's like, she's so good at what she does. And she also is just the best mum in the world. And then she does runs with me and, you know, she puts people first. Yeah. If I can be my mum when I'm older, like I'll be very happy. She's definitely a massive inspiration to me. (laughs) 
Oh, that was so sweet. <laughs> Shout out to your mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mama Hinkley. <laughs> well, thank you so much for speaking to us today. It's been oh, thanks it's for been having so, me, guys. so nice. <laughs> um and we obviously we wish you lots of luck with your continuous running journey we'll put your like instagram handle in our podcast yeah. description so everybody who's listening and doesn't who doesn't follow Liv, you should all go follow her <laughs> oh no seriously it's been great to chat to you guys thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and speak to you next week thanks guys bye bye